Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Purpose and Jai Conversations, the podcast. I'm your co-host, Natasha. And I'm Sam. You know, it's funny, I, I was listening back to last week's episode, and I was like, oh, I'm saying my full name. It's kind of weird. I go through, you never say your full name. I've never heard you say, do you ever reference yourself as Samuel? No. Unless you're making an appointment? No, I mean, yeah, for government stuff, but <laughs> outside of that, not much. But in your head, you're Sam, right? I mean, that's that's what I know myself as. I don't. I hope I'm not anybody else. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say that because I was cracking up last week. I was like, when did I start saying my full name? But I mean, it's my name, so just had to get that out of the way. Yeah. But <laughs> um, we wanted to talk to you guys about something kind of exciting that we've kind of been dabbling in for how long has it been now? Uh. Since last year, I can't remember exactly when last year because I've, I've done so much of it, but it's yeah. since last year. And uh, that topic would be pretty much not just uh, it's NFTs, but it's also crypto, crypto? as a whole. And, and we touch on like Web3? Yes. And the projects that, particularly the projects that you were interested in, mm-hmm. um, that I also thought were really good were projects too. They were dope. Um, and it would be what World of Women. No, not World of Women. That's one of them. We didn't get. One I of missed those. that one. That wasn't on my radar. We got. We got women and weapons. And women rise. And women rise. Yeah. And the reason. Okay, so what's an NFT for anybody that may not know? An NFT is a non-fungible token. So basically, what that means is, is that if you've ever played any video games ever, and in the video games there are things that you can buy to put on your custom character, like a wearable. That's what an NFT is. An NFT is basically something that you can buy that gives you digital ownership over that thing. So let's say we're playing a game and I want to buy a shirt for my character. In normal video games, when you buy a shirt for a character inside of the game, that shirt is something that you own within the game, but you don't actually own that shirt. With an NFT, you actually own this. So a lot of it has been artwork, right? A lot of it's artwork, but... Mm -hmm. The big thing that's going to be coming, which if you've seen any news about the metaverse in terms of Facebook, changing its name from Facebook to meta, it's going to be a part of the metaverse. So projects in NFT land that actually have really strong foundations of community and the fundamentals of metaverse integration are going to be the ones that really shine as Web3 becomes the new horizon on for, for what we're looking at in terms of... Can you break down what Web3 is? So just, what was Web1 and Web2? Because we... Web1, I believe, was inter- was just internet. getting into the internet yeah. and websites and email. That mm-hmm. was pretty much Web1. So maybe AOL. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's that old school crank-up sound. Yeah. Web2 yeah. would be social media. Right. So anything where you can get on a platform on the internet and put yourself in a position to become a influencer what we call it now because when they first started coming out nobody was calling that yeah. it's called influencers now so you can get on youtube TikTok, instagram and you can make a living for yourself without actually having a traditional job just by posting things about your regular life and day or whatever it is different interests and hobbies and then web three is the integration of crypto so when you mix in crypto with web one and web two what ends up happening is is there's going to be a time period where people are going to start using crypto and it's going to be more widespread. And as it becomes more widespread, 
the integration of it in terms of cryptocurrencies, whether it be DeFi or metaverse gaming or whatever it is, all of that stuff is going to start to integrate itself into everyday society on top of the fact that NFTs are gonna be the new way for people to be able to verify ownership of real world objects and digital assets. So if it isn't obvious, my husband has been doing his research and he's really been putting in the work to learn about all this stuff that is foreign to not only me, but I bet so many of us. And he wakes up, the first thing he does, he's on his computer and he's just like, you, you do like this deep dive. You said that's how you were going to learn. You just got to go down this rabbit hole. Yeah, it's it's really about the thing that we talk about all the time, even for us. Yeah. It's about trying and failing. Yeah. And it's, you know, you can't get anywhere in life if you you don't try things. You you've got to you've got to understand that if if you want this carrot that's on the end of this stick, then you've got to try stuff. If you don't try anything, then the carrot's just gonna stay there. So you've got to try stuff and you gotta realize on your way to trying to get that carrot that you're gonna make mistakes. It's a part of learning. So I don't I don't know nearly as much as Sam, but I've been trying. I will play YouTube videos when I'm driving in the car, I'll listen to podcasts. I'm still so naive to all of this, but it's important for me to learn because for me, my personality type that I'm something that I'm working on is that when something is like unfamiliar to me, it will kind of give me anxiety in trying to figure it out. But I keep trying to tell myself there's nothing to lose with learning about this. The only way to move forward is to make those mistakes and try to learn from those mistakes. Because if you're not making mistakes, you're not actually learning anything. You're not going to have a clean path through web two or web three from web two, right? We kind of missed that boat a little bit. I mean, the boat's still there because it's still, it's not like every single person on the face of the earth has a YouTube channel. I mean, anybody can make one and there's a lot of YouTubers and different people on different social media sites that make a lot of money. But we kind of missed that boat a little bit in terms of getting on it when it first came. Right now, we're so early in the Web3 space, the NFT space, that it's it's almost like being on YouTube in 2006 or maybe even 2000. Maybe 2010. It's almost like being on YouTube in 2010, where it's like it's this thing that a, a very short, like a very small amount of people know about, and there are certain people that are capitalized on it, but it hasn't come anywhere near its maturity in terms of everybody using it and it becoming a thing. Can I ask you something though? Do you think that the fact that you were into gaming and you're kind of somewhat you like technology that that helped for you to get into it? I mean, I just like being, I like, I like understanding what's going on around me. And I think that, um, you know, for instance, like myself and even you, you have a dream. Mm -hmm. I have a dream. Mm -hmm. And if you pay attention to what's going on in society right now, the things that we dream of accomplishing mm -hmm. in our individual lives, 30, 40, even 30 years ago, when we were first, you know, when, I was just, when we were kids yeah. or we were just getting, you know, just being born. The dreams that we have were far-fetched yeah. for people like us that look like us. Like yeah. saying, oh, well, I want to own an animation studio. I want to make this. I want to make that. That was far-fetched yeah. then because there was no outlets. It was, there were gatekeepers. Yeah. Now, the only gatekeeper that, that exists is yourself because you can get on these platforms, create helpful things, create community, 
and people from around the world have access to this stuff. And based off of their engagement with things, you can not only fulfill your dreams, but live a very uh, fruitful life financially. So I think that the, the space that we're in right now with Web3, it's going to take that beyond. And it's kind of exciting, too. Yeah, it's very exciting. My, yeah. my goal for us is for us to continue to learn about it every day mm-hmm. and be ready to move forward with it because uh, it's it's a tsunami and it's, and it's going to take over everything. I mean, you. I think you invested for us first, and then mm. when I saw what the possibilities were, I was like, "Here, I want to invest." Too. Yeah, yeah. I've, the investments that you uh, are a part of are things that I feel like are more long term things, and you found out about those where Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm on Twitter a lot. Reading, I, I follow so, specific people for the intention of learning. And so, what did you want learn about uh, women and weapons? Like who? Well, so what I liked about the first NFT that I got that, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, Sam, I, I really, there's something about this NFT that I really like. And what mm-hmm. it was is that it's women empowering, like it's, it's a woman artist. She's about women empowerment. The community is so nice, mm-hmm. genuinely so nice. And they were taking proceeds and donating to the Malala Fund, which is so important to me, you know, being of Pakistani descent. And it was... It was strong women. That's why it's called mm-hmm. women and weapons. It was it was strong women with these weapons and just the looks on their faces in these is it drawings? Like, yeah. Is it okay to say that they're drawings? In these drawings was like, yes, like I'm I'm all for that. You know what I mean? I'm all about breaking barriers, women doing things that we were told we couldn't do, and just being strong and resilient. And that's what that was to me. Mm-hmm. And then this week, and I, I think I would say this is a part of my birthday gift because my birthday's next week. I was I don't even know. I went down this rabbit hole and I found out about this artist. Her name is Malia Z and she's Pakistani and she's uh, in Britain and she has NFTs. And I think I found out about her because I follow Gary V and we'll talk about that as well. I'm, I'm excited guys. So sorry if I sound like I'm rambling. This is really exciting for me. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm excited that I'm excited because usually I'm scared when it comes to new things. But so Gary's holding a conference called V Friends and she was going to be one of the speakers and I saw her name on the flyer and I was like oh you know as a Desi person you just like recognize Desi names and you look her up and I went oh my gosh she's Pakistani she's an artist she has this NFT coming out and I remember running in the room like you had just woken up I was like Sam I really want one of her NFTs can we please look into it and you came right away we got on the computer we went on the website, it was minting, and minting means it's like its first drop, right? I guess yeah, you could say. Yeah, so it's almost like opening, like if you ever had, if you ever had Pack Pokemon. Jack. Yeah, if you ever had Pokemon cards, most yeah. a lot of people know about Pokemon. If you ever went to the store and bought a pack of Pokemon cards back in the day, you knew you couldn't pick the cards in there, it was random. So that's basically what minting is, is when you go on the website, you purchase a NFT with Ethereum through your wallet, and you get a, it's a random draw. It was, yeah. And... We got this NFT, and she's a, a woman wearing a hijab, and she's bright. And if, she's my profile picture, you guys. So if you follow me on any social media, you'll see, like, I've changed my profile picture. I was so proud to have this mm-hmm. in, my, in our wallet. And it looks like there's, like, a revolution taking place behind her with the details of the people that are behind her. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited. Like, I felt like a child. I haven't been this excited about a thing, like, you know, something like a gift in so long. And so there's that, and I keep bugging Sam about possibly getting more because I just... And the other thing was to, not only am I supporting a woman, I'm supporting a woman of color, I'm supporting a South Asian woman, I am supporting 
I'm just excited. It's like being represented and seeing yourself and how much this is going to bring others together. And uh, a portion of her proceeds also go to the Malala Fund as well. And there were some rare ones on there. I loved those so much. I really wanted yeah, them. I can't one. stop talking about them. Yeah, she has a Malala that... one. I wish. I would literally. Okay, figuratively speaking, I give my left arm for that one. Yeah, <laughs> like that one yeah. The, the Malala one was very nice, but it it wasn't for sale it at wasn't. all. And then there was a, a movie. Was it, was it Frankie Johnson? Uh, Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. That was gorgeous. Yeah. And there was um, Catherine. I forget her last Catherine name. Catherine Johnson. Yeah. She was she was a mathematician at yeah, NASA, Catherine, and Catherine she was Johnson. a big part of, and mm -hmm. she was featured in the movie Hidden Figures. And, and, with and hers Tawashi and hers was on sale, but it was a little, <sighs> it was a little too much for right now. But uh, but it was like uh, it was, it was good. exciting. It, I, I told Sam I was like I, I think if he hadn't been here and I knew how to do it, I probably would have bought it. Yeah, it was really, yeah, it was good. They're just so they're so beautiful. They're mm -hmm. so nicely done, and they pop and they. I, I get excited about anything that has to do with encouraging women to get out there and be a part of things that usually you only see men being a part of. Yeah. That's why it's really exciting for me. Yeah. So it's a it's a very volatile space. So make sure that before you buy or purchase anything that you always do your own research. Um, but we I have think some coming next week. I want to talk about that. We have some coming next week. We have some NFTs coming, which I'm also excited about. Mm -hmm. So. Sam and I are both uh, pretty fond of Gary Vaynerchuk. If you don't know who Gary is, you got to look him up. Uh, um, if you don't know who Gary is, he's living under a rock. Okay. Yeah, that's true. So Gary's uh, Gary's a businessman. Yeah. Also, I guess you could say he's kind of a motivational speaker, although he probably wouldn't take that. Uh, he's life. a businessman that First motivationally speaks. That's good. <laughs> he actually yeah. owns businesses. Yeah. Uh, so he motivationally speaks. Um, but he, he actually dropped V friends last year and we had an opportunity, we had an opportunity to buy some V friends and we didn't at the time, yeah. uh, because, because we were still new to NFTs. I didn't really know what the hell was going on myself. And then once we missed it, that's how I kind of like really went all in on trying to figure out how to find the, the right NFTs to buy that will put me in, in good position. So we've got play to earn NFTs. Right. We have metaverse NFT. We, we've got quite a few things. Now we own about 16. Um, and then also though, this is important because I'm learning this. You got to learn to eradicate FOMO when it comes to NFT and crypto, mm -hmm. because you'll be sitting there and then you hear about a guy who put in like, a thousand dollars and then he's a billionaire and this is really the possibility eight thousand dollars eight thousand dollars that was you know i don't want to i don't want to ever promote um shit coins but we uh, we yeah. i knew so the, the thing about like people is is are those called meme coins yes the, official coin. term? Yeah. The, the, the official ter term is meme coin but yeah. I call them, and most people in crypto, they call it shit coins. Yeah. The thing about those well, I'll kind take of a shit coin for me. Those, those kind of things about about those kind of coins is, is you have to be able to. First of all, you have to be willing to put money in there that you think that you're probably gonna lose. You have to be comfortable being like, I'm just burning this money right now. But the number one thing about it is, is and there's a lot of different crypto influencers that'll tell you a lot of bogus shit. But the truth is, is that crypto is motivated by largely by fear and greed people like the technology they like this they like that but the people that are making money right now because it's such a volatile space it's based off of what the market decides it's not based off of necessarily what is actually useful something like shiba is probably the most useless coin that's ever been created but if you get enough people to believe that a joke is real 
then it becomes real. And that's exactly what happened with Wait, isn't that kind of like metaphorical too for real life? Because it shows how much power people have. Yeah, yeah. If a bunch of people say that this is real, then it's real. Yeah. Even though Sheba doesn't have a bunch of use cases and this or that right now at the time of this recording, it, it didn't it matter. Be, yeah. it, it literally, we put money in, or I put money in, because when I first saw it hit Coinbase, I was like, this is about to blow. Because I understand meme culture. I understand the side of the internet or the way most people kind of operate, really people that are 30 and below, like how they kind of operate when it comes to jokey stuff. Like they like to mm -hmm. take jokey stuff and just jump on it and beat it to death. So when I saw Sheba, which is a joke coin, get listed on Coinbase, I was like, oh, this is about to go nuts. And as soon as I saw that, I put money into it. Now, my money dropped at first. But then I woke up one day and the amount of money that I put in, I think it had like 5X or something like that. And I was like, oh, shit. It actually happened just the way I thought it would. Because I understand people, they like, people like, they want to be able to do it. If you paid attention this year when GameStop had its run yeah, and, AMC. and AMC had yeah. its run. Yeah. And BlackBerry had its run in terms oh, of the yeah. stock. It was BlackBerry too. I don't that. Literally, the guys on Reddit and I forget. They pumped it, right? I think it was uh, Wall Street Bets. Yeah, they literally pumped it. So they they flipped the like they flipped the narrative of what hedge funds and people that do like stuff on Robinhood. They basically flipped it on its head, and all of those people that had millions of dollars into these dying stocks, they ended up losing money, and they the retail investor made a lot of money. So when I saw that happen, I said, they're going to do this with crypto. It's just a matter of time. And when Shiba came, it was the perfect storm. So I put money in it at 5X. And then you said, let's put some more money in it. I was like, hell no. And then <laughs> what, I did was, what I did was is I, I listened to you and I was like, look, you have to accept that you are throwing this money in the trash. You have to accept that. And no, you were like, what he okay. said was, what he said, because this is, this is how my brain works for me to be calm about something is... Pretend like we went out to have X amount of nice dinners at Castaways in Burbank. And you're basically now just shitting out your food because it's digested and just don't think of it that way. Yeah. So, so once we put the money in that you put in, that you wanted to put in, then it went up like another three or four X. Yeah. And then once it did that, I was like, we're getting the hell out of here because I knew it was going to start dropping. And it did. Um, it dropped, you know, I, I, it was kind of dollar cost averaging and it dropped a little bit. But I would just say that like coins like that and things of that nature is the ultimate risk. Uh, do not put money in there. So it's like gambling afford. or no, would you say, for somebody who's listening? It's gambling for people that don't know what the hell's going on. For people like myself who was, who were literally taking 10 to 12 hours a day understanding what was happening at that time and understanding the, the Wall Street bets and the GameStop and the, all these different things. For somebody like myself, when I saw it, I knew instantly because it was it was literally the crypto equivalent of GameStop and BlackBerry. So I knew it was a good idea, but I also knew that it wasn't going to last and I knew it wasn't going to be something that was going to be a long term hold. So we got out of it. It's dropped all the way back down now. So all the people that made all that money. And then one guy, he made like, what was it? Five billion dollars off of an eight thousand dollar investment. So we didn't jump on on that train. I screamed. But when I heard but, about that. Only because it was only a year ago, I believe they were saying on that one YouTube mm -hmm. channel, 
that he had just put in money. Yeah, it was about right? it was about eleven months. And then prior. even somebody put in like a thousand, and it was like it, within a year, uh, a couple hundred million. Yeah, so so those kind of things happen. You can't liquidate all that money at one time, but you know, being able to I'll take a yeah, portion of this. <laughs> be, being able to to put yourself in that position is pretty cool. But what I think to wrap this episode up is is what we're saying is is like this is our journey into NFTs and crypto and different things like that. Please make sure that if you watch this episode or listen to it on the podcast, make sure that you do your own research. Yeah. Understand what's going on. Don't just listen to influencers, this or that. If any influencer tells you that, hey, we know for 100% sure that this is going to do this, they're lying because they don't know. Nobody really knows. What we do is, is we take a look at the things that have happened before and we try to make educated guesses based off of what the market consistently does within a four-year time span or a cycle or whatever. So just make sure that you do your own research. And if you're going to be in it, understand that you're going to make mistakes, but also you want to do enough research to the point where the mistakes that you make are outweighed by the things that you understand and that you're investing in with money that you don't have a problem was saying this might go important thing because I know I heard Gary say today too on Twitter like do not you still got to have patience this shouldn't be a lot of people are making it seem like it's like a get rich quick type of scheming mm -hmm. thing and that's not what it should be mm -hmm. um and also do your own research like Sam said yeah because um I've been listening to a couple of people who are supposed to be the it people when it comes to this and then for somebody who doesn't know much I was like but and then he said something different and then this didn't happen and this, that, and the third. Yeah. So, so it's, like, it's basically like being like listening to, to like people in the crypto space. It's like listening to weathermen. But at the same time, like I said, if you do your own research, you'll come out just fine. And uh, yeah, for me, I just want to end it on. It's been nice to step outside of fear of not knowing something mm -hmm. and be unafraid to throw myself into something that I know is going to be the way of the world. We, Eventually, we, there's no avoiding this. Yeah. We, we have more things that we think are going to be long-term than short-term things. So that's just the way we operate. But everybody one day different. you might see our own NFTs. Yeah. Yep. May. It might just happen. Yeah. Sooner than later. But um, thank you so much, as always, for listening. Don't forget to do your own research. And remember, this is not financial advice. Um, we just want to say... Thank you for being here. Don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. And let us know what you'd like to see more of in the next few episodes. As always, we're both wishing you well on your journey. Take care.